0: Everybody to the Saint Seiya Cosmocast. I'm Ramses and sorry for the delay in getting this episode out. I had to deal with some real world stuff like moving and getting some stuff situated before I um, before I can actually do this episode. So unfortunately this episode had to get, get delayed until about a month. so I'm sorry for the delay, but if, like, if there's any more delays that's gonna happen, there would be another mini episode to explain what's going on. But hopefully going forward, we can um, be a little bit more consistent with our with our um, podcast going forward. So I wanted to bring up this topic here. So last time we talked, it was the beginning of things with a uh, COVID nineteen and it was the beginning to hit the United States. It was starting to make its, it was starting to make it um make its way around Europe. and it was um we we're in the midst of, in China, it was already starting to like be in the middle of like stay at home orders in China. But we've been a month now since this has happened. Now the United States is now under, most of the, most of the United States is under stay-at-home orders. Same with most of Europe and most of, pretty much everywhere else around the world. China is finally opening up a lot of their their um, stuff as well. And I just wanted to talk a little bit about like, how this is going to affect a little bit of the same sales stuff going forward. So, I know this is not the kind of topic you want to be talking about, but I think it, this does need to be addressed, and it is an important topic. So, one of the first things that, that I have to bat for Saint Seiya is that the good news is that the Saint Seiya, the rest of the series is currently available and he just put up the series back in April 1st. So all 114 episodes of the original series are available right now to watch on Netflix right now. And this was something that was well before the pandemic happened. We knew this was going to happen eventually. Because we knew since January they've already been recording stuff for the Asgard saga, so I'm pretty sure in between the time between January and now and um, and and uh, April, we knew that they were going to be dropping the series one way or another. Um, and but we don't know what's going to happen with the CGI series going forward. So no one said any. No one's spoken up. Neither Netflix or anybody in the production staff has spoken up about what's going on with the CGI series just yet. But I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure because of how the seasons work and with CGI show, it does take a little bit of time. But I don't think, I think it's going to be a little bit more extra time considering the delays that's going to happen. So I wouldn't be surprised if we will see the next season of the CGI show no later than like September or October. So let's see, well, let's see what happens. Let's see what, what Netflix has to say about that. Concerning anything that's related to any physical media... Seventies, the distributors for Cynthia Show in the United States have announced that uh, for a time being, all physical um, books will be still cease production in the United States. The last issue that came out was issue was Volume Nine of this of the Cynthia uh, Show, and Volume Ten was supposed to be out in June, but even that is going to be a more tentative date now. So they've already said that even stuff heading towards like at least. After a, after after May would still be in, would still be questionable because of the, what's going on right now. So it's oh, right now up in the air. Like when the when the next when the next um, volume is gonna come out for the series. um <clears throat> So if you're if you're into Saint if you've been collecting Saint Show in English, like in with in physical copy, unfortunately you're gonna have to wait till that next um, issue pops. But they did say they're gonna continue the the series. They're gonna continue all their series that they have available through uh, the digital medium. So like, this gonna still come out the day and date of the of, in digital. So I believe they did say that that com that that issue issue ten is gonna come out in sometime in June. I believe the second week of June. So be on the lookout for that. And like, if you if you pick up stuff through like Comixology or through the App Store or the or Google Play. In um, Japan, we do know for a fact that uh, Shoeishita, guys who published Shonen Jump, and Atiyah Shonen, who published Shonen Champion, Shonen Red, have put a lot of their mangas currently on, the have currently put all, all their mangas and everything, like their weekly offerings online for a time being, so people can get caught up. And they also put up a lot of the stuff as well, a lot of their more popular series. As well, I'm pretty sure Santa is in one of those one of the, one of the Saint says either the original series or some of the spin-off series. At the Astrologian is going to be on the is going to be available for them to not, to read in this downtime. In terms of action figures, we there hasn't been any big news so far. We the only new, big news we know coming up for action figures is Saint Myth Cloth. Um, Unicorn Jabu, they're going to make a revival version, which looks more like his version from the original cartoon, with a little bit more added pieces. It's not quite an EX just yet, I believe. It's just like a regular St. Saint, uh, Saint Myth Cloth, just redone. So, that's supposed to be out June, but considering how things are right now in Japan, I wouldn't be surprised if the figure gets delayed until like September at the latest. Um, concerning China... Like I said, they're opening up a lot more stuff in China right now concerning what's well what these did I believe there was a, there was gonna be an exhibition in China for the series <clears throat> for I think the mobile game that they have, Saint Sei Awakening. But unfortunately that got cancelled in the midst of all the COVID nineteen issues going on. So <clears throat> we might have a date for that coming very soon. Um, what's going on with considering how things are a little, are opening up in China right now? So, we'll be hearing a little bit more about what's going on there. Um, just go come back here to the United States for a little bit. Um, the biggest, biggest thing that that's hurting in terms of like anything involving Saint Seiya or anything in the fandom really right now is the convention circuit. A lot of conventions were cancelled or they've been delayed till the following year, or are going to be. Delayed for for another date altogether. I do know for a fact that this weekend it was supposed to be Anime Boston and WonderCon here in here in California and Boston in Anime Boston in Massachusetts, but unfortunately those two conventions are not happening. And um, WonderCon's parent company is any is um, Comic Con International. And they did announce that like, there is rumblings right now that they might actually cancel anime. That they might cancel Comic Con two thousand twenty because of the COVID nineteen con- um issue going on. um Anime Expo will most definitely be canceled as well for the, for this year because, considering that the convention center currently right now is hosting patients for COVID nineteen. I don't think that the convention center will even be remotely even be ready. Even if like even if like the Hooper and Dreamer says they'd be like we're be, given the be okay to do anything, as early as June, I don't think they're gonna make their date at all to get the to make it to the to 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 make the convention happen. So in the in that um July for in that Fourth of July weekend, so unfortunately. They won't say anything about it because they want to get like the insurance money. So be, if it looks like the convention, if you hear something about a convention that's gonna happen within the next couple of months between now and say October, you might as well just say it's not gonna happen because, it, considering considering that a lot of these places use the convention now to like house a lot of the, what's a lot of sick people and a lot of what's going on as well, with like social distancing orders. From, this, from, their, from their respected states, I would not be surprised if they would get the... If between that time, between now and October, at the, at the soonest, we'll be hearing anything about like when people can come back and do conventions. Now I do understand that, unfortunately, this is going to be a huge detriment to a lot of people, including the voice actors, a lot of voice actors who do a lot of voicing, Though they're still getting a lot of work because that I do believe a lot of them are working remotely right now but and, but in terms of like doing conventions and, and such that is now out of the question for like the foreseeable future, same with like um fans fan creations fan fan works and fan like are fan works we use um stuff like the conventions um excuse the conventions. Um, Artist Alley or they have like a fan booths that where they can communicate with the fans the And they are hoping that they get that they can get their works being seen by the fans or be, being brought by their fans If you want to know inf- more information as to what's going on in the convention circuit I'm gonna leave a link to my friend over at Scarlet Rhapsody They talk um, anime conventions and all other types of conventions happening all, all across the United States and they have a good, a very good report as to what's been going on with the COVID nineteen situation and how it's going to affect conventions going forward. If you have the time to spare, about an hour or so, give those guys a listen. They might be able to provide a little bit more in depth um, knowledge about what's going on and provide a um, just a, a perspective to see how these situations are going to be playing out going forward. Right now, it's just, it's uncertain times right now. I'm sorry that these things tend to happen, and, you know, it's unfortunate that these things just, that they happened like this. And it's because we we weren't prepared for any of this. No one can be prepared for anything like this. No matter how much time you can be, you know, under prep, it's just uncertain times always lead to uncertain things happening, so... It's just right now the only and uh, with no with no real answer and like all this anxiety pent up and all that stuff, it becomes really, really difficult to do pretty much anything. I know for me it's a little bit difficult because I have depression. I'm gonna let you in on that with um the information that I have and it's been really difficult for me to do a lot of the things that I've been wanting to do. In addition to do with like the waiting on waiting on a lot of things to get activated and waiting for things to come through before I can do it before I can progress forward, so for me it's been a little bit more difficult, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people that's been suffering through depression and and suffering through like just being stir crazy or or just being you know like cabin fever and all that stuff. I'm pretty sure a lot of people are right now suffering through that. You know, not being able to be physically close to anybody or, you know, considering how things are, are are right now under lockdown, it's become very difficult and it's just hard to just adapt to what's going on. Because, like, we're humans and we are, hum- or we, you know, we need some sort of physical touch sometimes and unfortunately we don't have that. And it just makes us very tense, very, very, um... Of saying this it just makes us very very you know insecure and very very um, what's a good word Also, it makes us feel very uncertain and right now the only thing I can contribute right now is just the only thing we can do right now is just wait it out like just wait until like whatever state tells us that we can do stuff you know use proper hygiene you know take a shower every day wash your hands every every time you do things you know, wear clean clothes. You know, cut any trips to like a minimum, like bare minimum at all. Um, if you're gonna go out, wear a mask, wear gloves, and you know, and as you work at essential jobs, you know, please keep that stuff clean. And we can overcome this, guys. It's gonna be very difficult. I know it's very daunting right now, but we just gotta keep being strong about what's going on right now. And you no, know, if it's not for us, it's gotta be for the other people around us. Always bear in mind it's like it's you gotta fight for your fellow person. If there's one thing that Saint Seiya has taught us, it's never about the individual; it's about the person you're fighting with. And when, when we get to the episodes later, you get to see that when we get to uh, what's happening with you and how he has to um um. And how he sacrifices his own life sometimes to fix the cloths that are broken. You can see that it's not about him. It's about helping the others because he knows he can count on Seiya. And we should be like that where we have to count on our other friends. Our other people around us to do the right thing for us. So let's get started with our episode discussion of episodes 6 through 12 of the anime. Um... We're we starting to see things like start progressing a little bit more with the series. We're seeing like a lot more characters being introduced. We have our fifth major character which is Iki, being being introduced in his full glory. Um and we see also with like um the Black Saints and his little mooks, the black phoenixes. And <clears throat> we also get to see a little bit of Mu and Kiki as well. One of the things that struck me as odd, having coming back to the series after so long, watching, reading the manga for so long, and almost forgetting almost everything about the anime, is I forgot how big Kiki's role eventually became as the series went on. I believe that, I don't know if that was because of merchandising reasons, or maybe because they felt like they needed a kid character to be more... Active with the rest of the saints so they can like even their numbers out, but regardless, he he's there with the rest of the team, and he plays kind of a pivotal role to just be like the guy that, that's just sending in their stuff and stuff like that. So, sort of and sort of like their like mini companion that's just there just to, just be there. Usually, a lot of American cartoons will have like a, a teenager or for a little kid to be part of that kind of group. So it just kind of feels like they saw potential with with Kiki, and they decided to run with it. Um, And, just, it's like, I thought for a while, this is like, you know, because again, it's been so long since I've watched this, I think like the last time I watched this, I was like, still in my mid-teens. And, it's not, so it hasn't been super recently when I've actually watched this series, it's just, it plays mind. It plays tricks with me. All this has been playing tricks with me to the point where I thought this was like, uh, I thought these twelve episodes were like a thirty episode stretch, <laughs> and I'm like, how are they over here already in like twelve episodes? Like, at this episode, this show is going quicker than I thought. And when we get to stuff much later, I thought like, man, those that when it got to that part of the series, it really dragged for a while for me when I was a little kid. But I don't know now how the stuff like midway through the series, midway through the Silver Saint arc and the you know the Iki arc, and all that stuff post um post arc how that's gonna play out because I do know that like that's a long stretch of show that happens and mm, I want to say it's not interesting. But I just feel like it, it just yeah, it um, needs more. Um, it, it like it just felt like. It was a lot longer, especially when you're a kid. It just feels like something is just dragged out until the part that you really want to see happens, which is the little houses arc. But again, it's must—it's gotta be my mind playing tricks on me. So when I was, especially when I was like little and I had like all these things going on in my mind and stuff like that, so it's like, let's see how things work out as an adult. The animation is very, very good. Like, I've said this before in the last episode that the staff has, been, has done an incredible job with the series. And the way they've restored this this for uh, Netflix, you know, they've done an incredible job with it. It looks really, really cool. Especially, like, there's this, like, this sequence in episode um, 7 or 8 or 6, I don't remember. Where the gold saints are trying to escape into the city, into, like, Tokyo and stuff like that. And, like, just... It just looks incredible. Like it's uh, the amazing cityscapes. They did an incredible job. It just seems so jarring because you see these guys like wearing like these mythological armors and stuff like that. Yet they're in like modern cityscapes, and it's just kind of like hits you over the head with um, with like how mo- modern they are in the world, and how it's like it's also like very like has like that like to like I know so, I made a joke and I is that. Wow, this is like some sort of like synthwave kind of thing. Like it, like it, very really feels very, '80s for the sake of being '80s, and it just has that like feel to it. You can't, you can't really put a put like a. You can't really put a particular feel to it. It's just it feels like something from the '80s. It totally speaks because like the way the way it all looks and the way how it all feels, '80s something like out of an like something, totally '80s, and it it's like. It's totally talking to people all the time. Um, one thing I, never, I didn't mention about the... the series last time we were talking, maybe I did, I don't know, was that the dub. The dub has been really, really nailing it really, really well. Um, shout outs to all the voice actors playing there, well, for all the main voice actors. Um, Bryson Bangus, Blake Shepherd, Patrick Poodle, Blake Johnson and Adam Gibbs all play respective roles of Seiya, Shiryu, uh, Pyoga, Shun, and Iki. They all play their roles not just in this dub, but they also play them in the CGI series, with the exception of uh, the exception of Blake Jackson, who is unfortunately because the character is now a girl. Um, She's uh, in the CGI series, she's played by uh, Lucy Christian, the voice of Nami in One Piece currently, in the dub of One Piece. But regardless, that's a whole different topic altogether. Um, I just want to say, like I said, um, it's just really good that these voice actors are hitting the marks really well. and It's kind of a long series, and for them to hit these marks, because like, you're going to get used to these voices for a very long time. And for them to to be re- this this good, especially for a series that you're going to be watching for a very long time, you know it's good that they actually got some really good voice acting, voice acting talents to get behind and put them in the series. The um, fights are just really good, really incredible. they always a fight. There's always really cool to see. Um, like I said, like everything in that in that episode where they're just trying to chase over the, the Black Saints, the Black Phoenixes with the, for the gold cloth, the gold cloth has been really good. I think that's like one of the best highlights for me because I think like the way the way it looks, the way it just feels, it's just I think it's a it it works so well for what it is, and they did an incredible job with the remastering of like the footage and stuff like that. So it's just really good the way they they way they they they, they reworked it they not reworked it like the way they everything, the upscaled everything, perfectly so looking that should look clean and everything. It just looks really good. Like they did an incredible job with that, and it did, it shows off really well. Um Still a very high quality show. I was like, I'm surprised by the quality. I thought, unlike other shows I've watched are in the same time period, that where a lot of the quality has dipped. This series still was able to maintain a lot of its um, core of looking really good. Um, and still, there's still lots of these, like, you still haven't hit, like, weird shots where things are happening, where it's like, Wait, what's going on? Why does that guy look squashed and stuff like that? It looks like they really did take their time at the time to do the series proper and stuff like that. Um, so these are, these are really good episodes, and, you know, right now, if you're watching, it, if you're following along, you're pretty much at episode 12, so you're left kind of on a cliffhanger. And it's gonna, it's ramping up to me really well. I think they did a good job ramping everything and getting everything to where it needs to be currently. Um, so yeah. If you haven't watched this, I think it's a way better stretch of episodes than the last ones, even though the last ones were really good. It's really... I find I find myself enjoying this more now as an adult, and also have read the manga since then, to in really understand what's going on a little bit more um, with uh, stuff that's being used and what they changed and what they left behind, I do know for a fact that heading going forward, there's going to be a lot of filler stuff. But I'm actually kind of excited for that as well because I do know that a lot of that filler stuff—it's like I haven't not touched it since I was a kid—and I want to see how that held up age-wise. Um. So unfortunately, still don't have any comments about the, any of these episodes or anything in general. That you know, that's that's fine. You know. It's the podcast that's growing, so if you have, if you do have a comment, or you want to leave us, uh, you want to do a, leave us a comment about the episodes that are watching, we're gonna be watching eventually, which is gonna be thirteen through eighteen, I believe, which is gonna be for episode five. So if you have anything coming up for those episodes, or anything in general you want to discuss about Saint Seiya, can leave us a tweet at stcosmocast, or you can use, or you can use the hashtag #KeepBurningThatCosmos on Twitter, and you know you can participate in this conversation like that. You can subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts: Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, and many more places online. Just follow the uh, Anchor FM website or where we where you download web where you download your podcast to get more information. So, with all that said, thank you very much for listening, and remember, keep burning that cosmos.